Hey family, it's Natalie Valle, and this is Practical Alchemy, the podcast. I am a multidisciplinary healer and practitioner here to empower you with insightful, powerful, and heart-centered conversations. Our goal here at Practical Alchemy is to share stories, tools, and modalities from experts, teachers, mentors, and friends to help alchemize your life and to remind you that you're always on your journey to evolution and you're not alone in it. We'll dive into topics ranging from wellness, healing, spirituality, dharma, relationships, manifestation, and so much more. Thank you for being a part of this beautiful, supportive community. I can't wait to connect with you in real life at events, retreats, trainings, courses. Thanks for being here and enjoy the show. Welcome back. It's your girl. (laughs) Wow. Today's conversation was so potent so raw, so vulnerable, and I'm so excited for you to hear from Ace. Ace is an incredible individual who I met through the Alo Yoga family, actually. She is a yoga teacher and so much more. Ace is the owner and founder of Ace Enterprises, which is an umbrella under which a holistic wellness brand resides, including retreats, workshops, yoga, breathwork, meditation, intuitive eating. She is a joyful, joyful individual, um, also a Reiki practitioner, and so, so much more. She's just a powerhouse, an incredible entrepreneur, someone that I look up to and admire so much in this space, and she's just such a joy to talk to. She is, her story is so powerful and so beautiful in how yoga came into her life. And today we're going to talk about a lot of different things from being a practitioner in the space to running on empty and readjusting to fill your own cup to being an entrepreneur to moving through grief and loss through yoga and your practices and We just get real, we get honest, we get vulnerable. It was such a beautiful, deep conversation. I'm so excited for you to experience her energy because truly, truly, she is such a joy, such a light. And I cannot believe that we are approaching, we're approaching the end of the year. So I am taking a little pause from a few things early next year. I have a few in-person stuff going on. And other than that, uh, we'll be focused a lot on retreats. But also, I'm, I'm really feeling the call to go inward and revisit just my own practices and the integrity within them and go deeper, go deeper, go deeper and step in as a student again before re-emerging as a teacher. So excited for what that will unfold into. But for now, let's jump into this conversation. Enjoy, enjoy, and I will see you on the other side. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like I 
didn't moisturize for the longest time and also now studying more Ayurveda just for myself to learn better. The skin is the biggest organ, right? And keeping it supple, keeping it moisturized. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I'm like really, I was saying, I was telling a friend the other day, he was like, you put, um, you put moisturizer on your face. I was like, do you breathe? You were I like, was like, do you not? I was like, do you not? And he's like, no, I just don't like, don't mess with it. And he has like perfect skin. So oh, it's like one of those things where of it's just course. like, of course you have perfect skin. And so you don't mess with it. But it's like, you know, it's, um, I think this is good here. It's, uh, it's for me, it's, it's ritualistic. And it's also kind of like one of those things where I just kind of grew up. Like my mom, where mm. I grew up in Baltimore, um Maryland uh it was very cold yeah and so my mom would like lather us up like we she literally put like Vaseline yes all over our entire bodies put us in our little snow suits and then so by the time we like got to school we were like sweating all sweating or whatever so it's just kind of like how I was like I was moisturized moisturized. I was moisturized so you grew up in Baltimore yeah I was born in Baltimore grew up in um Ah, there we go. So I can look at you, look at your beautiful face. Um, And so grew up in Baltimore, uh, excuse me, born in Baltimore, grew up in Atlanta. And it's been, and I've been in Los Angeles for, God, in November, it'll be 11 years. 11 years. What, What inspired the leap from coast to coast? I know, right? Well, so where I grew up, um, in Atlanta after I was done with high school went to college and um, at Auburn University in Alabama and then graduated from there and I got this job this really cool job uh leasing apartments all over the country god I'm trying to think like yeah leasing apartments all over the country every I was in a new city and state like every six to eight weeks for almost six years and I was like not rooted anywhere so the root was the non-routine the the root of my routine was the non-routine and not really knowing where I was going to be next and how thrilling and how exciting but there was just no real grounding energy I was never really grounded anywhere and so floating along I my brother my sister-in-law's from Los Angeles and so my brother after they were finished with school he moved to LA to be with her and since it's just him and I um I wanted to be closer so I was like, okay, I'm going to set up roots somewhere. I'm tired of this job. I'm tired of traveling. And so it's time for me to set up roots somewhere. And so I chose LA wow. and that's how I got here. And it's been a place where I talk about this on, um, in an episode of my podcast as well about how finding fertile ground here in LA mm. was one of those things where it was pro it's, uh, cause a lot of people, you know, LA kind of sometimes gets a bad rap. Right. And but it's a it's really kind of with any city like you just kind of have to find your, um, you know, your your group, your community and your own take on what that means for fertile ground. And so mm-hmm. finding fertile ground here meant for me to really start grieving the death of my mother, mm-hmm. really start like grieving the death of like you know, a life that I once knew traveling, living and all basically out of a suitcase and then really just kind of like embracing and starting the process of like healing Mm -hmm. and 
healing ground, right? Like, so when ground isn't fertile, you, you got to work it. Yeah. You got to work it. It's just not like going to just arrive and grow. You're going to, you can't just throw seeds out. I mean, I'm no farmer for the record, but um, <laughs> I've never tended land in my life. But like, um, uh, you know, you can't just throw seed down without checking the soil, testing it, yeah. new, like, you know, doing whatever it needs to be done, softening it. Right. Mm-hmm. So it can receive these seeds with grace and then taking care of it over time and then not mm-hmm. expecting your crop to, all right, I put the seeds down. And so the next day I'm going to walk out with this whole like crop of like, um, nourish, nourishing foods to feed me. It takes time. Yeah. And so I find that the, the way in which like my, the seeds that I've planted here or not even just before I planted here, the seeds that were planted in my mind started to help me kind of fertilize and plant seeds here in LA. And then mm. that bloomed and bloomed and bloomed and it's still continuing to bloom. And I'm at this interesting space right now, Natalie, where it's like, it's a new honeymoon phase of Mm. where I am in LA with LA with yoga with like, you know, all the modalities in which I practice and I offer. So yeah. Beautiful. So this is like right on time. So thank you for having me. (laughs) What an honor to have you. And I feel so grateful that, you know, to your point, sure, LA gets a bad rap because it is such a big city and there is so much stimulus, there's so much happening and things move so quickly that unless you're really intentional with it, it's hard to grasp something solidly, whether it's friendships or, um, yeah, just certain aspects. And for me, I would say one of the biggest gifts in the recent years in LA has been the new relationships and the Mm -hmm. people that have come into my life. And it's no coincidence that since I shifted my lifestyle, shifted my vibration, all of these new beings started entering my life, right? And I was like, wow, people that I'm so inspired by, people that I respect, people that I feel so much synergy with. And it is just you know, talking about fertile, fertile ground, fertile soil, also creating that fertile soil within yourself to receive all of that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like that. I, um, that, that permission, right. Like I'm in a place where, you know, you asked me when we, you know, kind of sat in and hugged and, you know, it was like, how's your day? And I was just like, you know what? It is like, it's going. And I said, we're going to talk about it because I'm a person and, and as like you, that's why our vibrations connected and why we connected in that, you know, I don't, I don't do a, and uh, I don't do the toxic positivity or like mm-hmm. pretending that I'm okay when I'm okay, mm-hmm. when I'm not okay. Or like everything is just rainbows and butterflies and whatnot. Right. But I have found myself lately like being like, okay, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to do the things that I do to kind of get my day started. But um, transparently, I've fallen off of that. Mm. I've fallen off of that. And it really has had an effect on my ability to hold, my ability to do, my ability to produce, like, Mm. in the way in which that I know I like to produce. Like, if you're looking from the outside, you would have no idea. Totally. But it's me knowing that. Like, 
even setting up this day and preparing for this day, I'm waking up. I, w- I woke up later than I wanted to, but I wake up in like gratitude every morning and I went to go get some, I'm doing some physical therapy right now, which is just kind of all in alignment of like where I am right now talking about, you know, fertile ground, being in LA, embracing this joy for life that I, you know, embody. Um, it's, the my body has been I've been managing pain in my body for quite some time Mm. and then a few weeks ago it 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 was like okay time out time out in the way in which I could like barely walk like it was like you know and being a practitioner of yoga and you know a teacher you know and also a, a forever student of it that was really hard for me to just kind of like come to terms with and I love like high intensity working out and all these sort of things in the way in which I keep my body active um and I had to I kind of had to put a pause like I'd just been going hard 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 and you know I had a friend told like had a real come to Jesus moment with me this morning he like took my phone out of my hand set it down and was like your body is a machine mm-hmm. it is it, it is a like you said at the beginning of our chat like the bot our, our skin the biggest organ right so if we're not taking care of my body if I'm not nourishing if I'm not moisturizing if I'm not taking the time to massage it and get the work done that I need to get done like I need to get the body work done I need to get the massages I need not just because I'm like trying to be cute and have a spa day but no quite <laughs> literally not that there's anything wrong with that but literally in the way in which for me to operate at 100% capacity yes. As a body, as a person who uses their body for work at yoga, all of these sort of things, some modeling, some like just all of this stuff. It's like I got to take care of it. Mm. And I was just kind of like going along to get along and just saying yes and just like, okay, we're managing this. We're managing this. You don't even realize what you're managing until pain arrives. So, so massive and also so present for me right now, too. It's wild and, and also honoring yourself and being like, we, we're not meant to live in sprints all the time, right? We sprint, we rest, we sprint, we rest, and we get really good and efficient at the rest so that our sprints can, can really be supportive mm-hmm. of our longevity. Um, but to, to kind of mirror your experience, you know, I... I was also just going so hard. I also love high intensity. I love boxing. I yeah. love running, you know, trail running. And, and it's funny because I, I'm more of a yin practitioner, yeah. you know, like my style is more yin. So people are sometimes often surprised that I'm like, oh, I love to go to like an EDM concert or I love yeah. to go like high intensity boxing. Like we all carry that yang energy. And I was putting so much fire in my body that it started impacting my hormones Wow! and my cycle began to shorten. And I went to an Ayurvedic practitioner because I I went, well, she's an acupuncturist who also does Ayurveda, which is such a gift to have that wisdom within one person to be able to deliver that to you. And she was like, you have way too much fire in your body right now. And she was like, it's affecting every aspect of your life. And she was like, if you don't, you know, begin to rebalance the elements of your body, you know, bring more rest, bring more water, bring more earthing, bring more cooling elements, you're going to burn out. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and I feel like that's kind of what your experience was. That's exactly what my experience was. And I went, I was at a retreat um, this past weekend at a Chopra retreat. And oh, we were there d- different days. I was oh. there the day before you. When I went to get my badge, I saw your name. Oh, I love that. It powerful. was a powerful, powerful. And so I'm doing the um, Ayurvedic enrichment uh, course right now or uh, certification through Chopra. And even knowing that I'm Pitta. Are you? My main like dosha is I Pitta. See that. Uh, and it's like when they were like reading it out when she um uh when she was reading it out, Dr. Shelley, I believe, and it was like, Oh, is she talking directly to me or is she talking directly to me? Because yes. I'm like uh yeah, wow, just kinda going and going and going. And then when we sleep, it's like I go into a deep, deep sleep because even my mind isn't turning off and being like a full-time entrepreneur, having several businesses, launching new businesses, hiring people, growing at the rate that is just like, it was, it's blowing, it blows my mind that Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm coming up on two years of having my own company and how much we've grown. And just like, I, I don't, and a pitta just does not turn their brain off. So she's like, you have to write like all the Mm -hmm. time. So you look in my office, you see notebooks by my bed. I'm like taking notes. I type notes in my phone all the time. And it's like, it's the, it's the thinking mind that I have been struggling with, honestly, like even being able to be at that retreat for the one day on Saturday, knowing the next day I had to, or I had to, I got to put this incredible event together and knowing that I had that I yet and still I was like I need to be here mm-hmm. and so being able to be blessed enough to have someone who the universe sent that same week and she was like if you need help with anything mm-hmm. let me know and I'm like well I do <laughs> yes. and her being excited about doing it and I was like yes this is the way in which the universe is telling me I cannot do it all I shouldn't want to do it all. And then using the resources, asking for help, and then like, you know, bringing people in that are excited to learn about what I do, Mm -hmm. you know, excited to learn about more of like ways in which the healing modalities that we, you know, we offer. And it was really just a, it was a powerful moment at the retreat when I was learning about that. And then even, you know, as someone who's like, I get a text message, I get an email and I want to respond right away. I miss a phone call. I'm wanting to call right back. And even like if my phone rings, I'm ready to answer. Like I'm probably less excited to answer most of the time than I am to, I mean, not with everybody. Right. But like sometimes you're just like, I don't want to talk on the phone. I'll just send me a message or send me a voice note, but I'm really quick to respond. Mm. And what I learned this past weekend was the, acronym that Deepak was saying that he came up with by way of being inspired by spending time with his holiness Dalai Lama is like pausing Mm -hmm. stopping breathing observing and then proceeding right like Mm -hmm. my business partner talks about that um all the time as well where you know if you don't know what to do do nothing is what I've learned the most over this last year from like, you know, just growing this business. If you don't know what to do because it's like, oh, my God, so many things are happening. Mm -hmm. It's like, take a second. 
take just like literally stop, put your phone down, put everything down. And then you're like, okay, breathe. And then you proceed when you can. And much of what, you know, what his holy Dalai Lama was saying and then what Deepak was saying, when you are ready to proceed and you can proceed from a place of compassion, awareness, then, then you go Mm -hmm. rather than like needing, having the need to respond right away. My friend um, said recently, it was such a beautiful, like, and very sharp, like, you know, she said, I'm divorcing perfection. Wow. And I'd never heard it put in that way before. I was like, you know, my friend Naja, she's an incredible healer, um, teacher as well. Um, and she's like, I'm divorcing perfection. And I was like, that has been something where I've, I've say I'm a recovering perfectionist. <laughs> I hold myself in such high regard. I hold myself at this high standard of like needing to deliver in this way where it's like sometimes I'm like looking around. It's like, how in the world do I think I was going to get that done in that capacity mm-hmm. by myself, mm-hmm. by myself. Right. Yeah. And it's like. No, no one's doing anything out here alone. I don't want to do anything alone. And I've been blessed and fortunate enough to have like, you know, a team and by a team of people that I've said yes to. Yeah. That has been like, let us help you. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, okay. (laughs) Okay, because I have been doing it. And not that I need to wear the badge of like, I'm doing this all on my own. But as someone who grew up in a family where the matriarchs were the leaders like my mom and grandmothers and aunts and seeing them be like we can handle it we can do it even if men are present they still take it on and do everything right and it's like no I don't I don't want that I don't I don't want that I don't want that that was what was modeled for me but Mm -hmm. I'm choosing now to stop it right here in its tracks because it is literally it is I've gotten to the point where my body said no more. My body said we need to rest. Yeah. We need to be taken care of. We need to be hydrated. We need to be moisturized. We need to be loved up on and doing the things and just being allowing life to. I say this like, you know, I said this recently in my podcast, allowing life to help let you win. But then also letting the people that life and the universe placed around you to allow you to just be soft, Mm. to be soft, to say, you know what? I can take a day. I can take two hours. I can take a week and not feel guilty about it. So that's a lot of where I am now. It's like I want to go and I want to be everywhere. I want to do things and I don't want to let anybody down. But it's like in all of that, I'm letting my body down. Mm. I'm letting my I'm letting myself down. I'm letting because I'm gonna get to a point where I'm gonna crash. Yeah. And then what use am I to anybody? I'm not able to do anything mm-hmm. when you get to that point where it's like, okay, crashed and burned. Mm-hmm. And no, I, I, I'm at this this cusp of today. So to answer your original question, the day has been met with ways in which I can either make a choice to choose burnout, to choose exhaustion, to choose just being like, just dragging my feet, or I can choose to keep things on that are intentional, that are beautiful, that are healing, like this conversation Mm -hmm. with you and other things need to be moved. Mm -hmm. It's 
such a powerful message because I was even reflecting on how dynamic and multifaceted you are as an individual, as a practitioner, as an entrepreneur, as a CEO. And one of my questions for you was going to be, how do you balance it? How do you find the balance? And I think you just answered it in a really candid way. Maybe it's not always that you find the balance, but you you can adjust and pivot and shift when you realize that you're out of balance before you get to a point of it's no longer sustainable. Yeah, and that it's um and that's a that's a great question because I have recently kind of like retire doing my best to retire the word even balance <laughs> right like it's really because you're 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 not really balancing it you're the goal is regulation mm. may I regulate my how may I regulate my nervous system today or to ensure that my ne- nervous system is regulated at all times mm-hmm. not just today but every day and everything that I do mm. asking myself the question am I doing what I want to do in this very moment is this bringing me joy yeah you know that was the that was the question that really kind of like launched me to resign from my corporate job at the end of 2020 because it was no longer bringing me joy Mm. it was like I want to wake up and I want to feel joy I want to feel love I want to feel ease I want to feel flow I want to feel grounded I want to feel like I'm doing something purposeful in the world I want to feel like I'm having these deep engaging conversations connections with people Mm. I want to I want to be seen I want also to create brave spaces so people can feel seen and all of that I want to do I want to feel that and I want to be that I want to offer that every day all at the same time no but in every project I touch every interaction that I have whether it be a brief one where I'm getting a, a tea at the at the shop at the tea shop coffee shop or getting lunch or making lunch making my food really um, coming back to the meaning of yoga coming back to the yoking of my mind my body and my breath like really operating in a place of like being yoga not just like teaching it and then also like again like retire balance is important but it's also am I regulated in it because I sure I can say well the way in which I find balance is you know I do this I do this I do this and it's like I mean candidly that wouldn't be true mm-hmm. it wouldn't be the truth mm-hmm. the way in which I am able to have all of those things presented to me is because I'm not the one doing it. The universe is instructing opportunities to come my way and I'm saying yes. Mm. And what I need to remember is instead of me saying, oh yes, because this is a great opportunity for me to make money for business, to bring the business, to bring the money, to bring capital in or, you know, an opportunity to grow the brand or an opportunity. It's like, will this bring me joy? Mm. Will this bring the people that I'm going to serve in this opportunity joy? What is what am I what is my goal in which to deliver? For example, I'm asked to go and teach a yoga class. Okay, so yes, I love teaching yoga, but am I it will am I in the place energetically to say to show up and I want these people to feel joy I want these people to be able to know that they've shown up to a brave space Mm -hmm. I want these people to know that they've shown up to a space where they can just sit 
in my class or sit in the session and just kind of like feel mm. and just feel the energy and am I bringing my authentic energy to that to that situation and these are the questions that I ask myself like in order to regulate in order to you know go from CEO to rolling around on the ground with like kids yoga to being in a adult yoga class and creating this experience of maybe that's a power yoga situation they're expecting or a yen yoga situation they're expecting um moving to okay having a conversation with my accountant talking to my lawyers talking to you know business partners business managers like you know moving in that realm of ceo founder and then also creative Right. So then there's a creative arm in all of this. And then just staying agile, like, yeah, the way in which to do that and be all of that is sometimes saying I'm not that today. I'm not my I'm not I'm not having a good day Mm -hmm. and saying that and knowing that it's okay to not have a good day. But also understanding like my client asked me this morning, she said, you know, not that, you know, not saying that, oh, everything is fine. Everything is beautiful. Everything is perfect. She's saying, you know, everything is what it is. Oof. Yeah. And, removing, and removing that judgment and defining of the moment because it just is. Yeah, it just is. It's like, okay, where are you today? I am here today. Mm-hmm. And the practice of being present wherever I am, focusing in, on this moment, this beautiful conversation with you, I am here. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm doing. And this is what I get to do. This is bringing me joy. So knowing, okay, this is a this is a pouring of water into my cup. Mm-hmm. I made my cup my tea and I was like waiting for the water to fill up and it was like how poetic that I'm going to get to go in here and share my energy but then also knowing that I'm going to get filled too so moving in this space of like gratitude moving in this space of like where you know I had physical therapy this morning and he's like how are you and like I said I'm usually like you know I'm abundant I'm blessed I'm happy I'm at peace I really don't say I'm happy I say that I'm at I'm at peace more than anything because that's my goal each day is peace Um, But really, and I was like, you know what? I'm tired. Mm. (laughs) I'm tired. (laughs) But then also I'm so happy I got to wake up this morning and be here and happy and healthy and full. But you know what? Like, I'm I'm tired because I did something. I've not been being true to myself. I've not been keeping my practices up of like my rituals up. I've not been staying consistent with that. And it's taking a toll and I'm feeling it today. Yeah. And knowing that it used to be these big things that like everything used to be such a big to do. And like it had to be this big like a aha moment or this big like drama filled thing in order for me to make a shift. Now it's like the smallest like thing will say, OK, I'm feeling this in my body. I know that like I need to take a day. I need to breathe. I don't know. That makes sense. Yeah, like I'm just, absolutely. yeah, you know, like it's, I'm grateful and I'm, I'm excited and I'm honored and the energy that I experience and I exude oftentimes I'm just like, I sometimes I'm, I'm working to remember that. Okay. Here's I'm back up. I'm doing my best in this moment and in this life, in this realm to see myself the way that other people see me, see myself in this light and receive it and, and accept it and, and honor it, right? Like I know I'm an energy, I'm a light, I, I move through spaces, but sometimes I'm like moving through these spaces and 
No one knows what's going on internally in my brain. How can they? Mm-hmm. And I don't expect anybody to know, but it's for me to be transparent with the people with with like, you know, your trusted your trusted um counsel. Counsel. Yeah. There it is. Your trusted counsel and just remaining and just at like talking to God daily, staying in constant prayer, constant prayer. And, you know, you, you, it's easy to get away from that. It's really easy because things keep coming up, coming up, coming up. And you're like, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Mm -hmm. And you're going and then you realize, okay, you're, you're, you got about, my car tells me, okay, you got about 50 miles till empty. (laughs) And I thought that was a little like, okay, wow. Tell me I have 50 miles. Then they're like, okay, you got 25 miles. Okay. We're at 10 and you know, and it's like, okay get to the gas station mm-hmm. and I'm just been, I'm at the gas station. We're at the gas station. We're at the gas station. Oh, <laughs> I, I resonate so deeply with, with this, with being at the gas station. Cause I feel like I'm at the 10 right now. Yeah. And I'm like, I see the gas station <laughs> and I'm praying I can make it to the gas yeah. station. Yeah. And you, and you will, you will, right? Because you will, because you've got a tool bag, yes. like, you know, I've got a tool bag that I'm like, alrighty, that I'm, you know, blessed to be able to tap into. Um, my mother probably stayed at the metaphorical gas station most of her life as a single mom, working three jobs, making sure that we were, you know, loved and taken care of and nourished and supported. Um, and so for me, seeing that, seeing her kind of like operate in that way um, before her passing, and then um, knowing that I don't, I don't, I don't want to get, I don't want to be at the, I don't want to be emptied out all, all the time. I want to be able to have my cup filled and then just taking a moment, taking a day, taking advantage of the, the, the investments that I've made, taking advantage of going to see practitioners who are expert in their fields, mm-hmm. acupuncturist, you know, physical therapist, um, yoga teachers, taking sound baths. I've been doing so many sound baths mm-hmm. like yours the other day, really just like, I was like, wow, I, I floated away every time I experience your sound healing. Mm-hmm. And, um, doing a lot of those, doing breath work, um, you know, having nourishing dinners, having conversations with a friend, you know, via Zoom who lives in New York and just having these deep conversations. So that's how to answer your question, um, to answer your question as to how I get my center, how I find my center, how I stay present is you know, lately has been me being honest with myself in this day and be like, okay, we're not present. So this is what we need to tap back into. This is where we really thrive. And what we love is deep nourishing. I'm nourishing. I'm, I'm on the, I'm in the pursuit of joy through depth and depth, deep conversations, solitude, like just like even sitting with someone, but just being quiet, mm. which for me is I'm a fire sign. I'm an airy sun. Ooh, Pitta Aries. Pitta Aries. Oh, honey. <laughs> and I'm also got. I'm like Vata Libra. I'm Ooh, air. Okay. Air, air. Oh, wow. So I'm like, you know, I don't have, I don't have very much air in my chart. I don't think probably any, but I have Cancer Rising, Taurus Moon. So I've got like, you know, that. So even understanding that from an astrological standpoint, 
and being like, dang, all right, I need to, you know, hunker down. It's like a non where I am right now in my life. It's very much operating like what you see is what you get with me I you know you're gonna see but when you're close to me you're my nearest and dearest you're gonna probably see a lot more of the cancer rising and the Taurus moon and not because I won't show that with everyone but because most of the time people see me I'm out I'm thriving I'm in my you know zone of genius right and I love it I love it I love it but also accepting the fact that sometimes my zone of genius shifts where I'm like today I want to have deep, nourishing conversations, drinking tea and, you know, just like just being cozy, blanket, cozy socks, <laughs> hoodie, beanie, yes. you know, like just really in that um, in that vibe right now. Mm. So and it's so beautiful how you brought up that your nearest and dearest will will see the different facets that make up who you are and then perhaps the people that attend your classes or the people that maybe are part of your community through social media see you in your zone of genius. It's so funny because I was speaking with a friend of mine yesterday and she was, I, re- I referred her to my hairstylist mm-hmm. and she had sat down in his chair and they were talking about me and she was like, yeah, like when Natalie and I used to go out to shows, like we love to get down. And he was like, Natalie gets down and it's like (laughs) of course he only like knows of me and like when I'm in his chair talking about my work or seeing my social media or coming to classes but it's so true it's like we're such multifaceted individuals and to honor all aspects of ourselves the zones of genius and the parts of us that need extra nourishment need that extra TLC because maybe they're hurting or maybe maybe they're suffering right and I love how um you shared when when we were speaking via email you had shared that yoga was such a big big part of your journey oh yeah through grief through mourning And, and I would love if you could expand upon that because I think that it could resonate with so many people who perhaps share a similar experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yoga called me in um, about 15 years ago and it was uh, around, it was probably about four or so years after the death of my mother. Um, And it really allowed me to yoga said, you know what? Like I wasn't, it was a class that I took at a YMCA and then it was beautiful And, you know, as an athlete, you know, moving my body in such a still and present yet powerful way was like new. And then having, you know, then taking a heated yoga class and just kind of, again, getting that fire, that that need for the fire inside of me met. Right. That need for that energy to kind of like get out and go somewhere because it was not just it was it was frustration. It was anger. It was grief. It was resentment. It was unforgiveness. It was trauma. And yoga was um, something that was like, okay, come on, bring it. Mm -hmm. We've we've seen it all. What do you got? And, you know, in when I was traveling, as I was telling you before, it was like every city I'd go to, I knew most of the time I knew no one, almost almost like 85 percent of the time I knew no one in these cities. But I knew that immediately I would find a yoga class there. I would find a a, a, you know, either a personal trainer or trainer at a gym or 
um, I would go work out at a gym or whatever. I would find someone there and then um, to connect me. So to make sure that that element of my need to get this energy out was honored. And so moving through that for the last like 15 or so years and then starting to teach about six and a half years ago um, and how I was scared to death in my yoga teacher training to even get up and guide four <laughs> poses, four yeah. poses. I was so nervous. My voice, my, my throat chakra was all blocked mm. and I had no idea that it was until I started my yoga journey, until I started my yoga teacher, um, yoga teaching journey and I was like wow I had no idea that I was so blocked from sharing I've been keeping so many secrets my entire life the secret of you know um, abuse experienced at home and even like outside of the house and secrets of like you know you know not being able to go somewhere or do something because of financial restraints mm -hmm. secrets that weren't even mine to hold mm. I talked about this in a retreat that I just did on the throat chakra. Um, and it was like, we hold so many secrets and we don't even realize that first time we are asked to keep a secret, how it's like, mm, it becomes easier and easier and easier each time. And so now I'm in this, like, I was saying this sweet honeymoon space of like with yoga and with my, you know, the fertility of the beautiful city of Los Angeles that I love so much that I'm just honored to call home is like, okay, we're in this awakening. We're in this unearthing mm -hmm. right now, this like shedding of like by way of yoga and, and my, in the, in the honeymoon's phase I'm in with it right now. That is like, it's, 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 it's doing something different to me. And when I talk about that in my classes and when I talk about that with, you know, um, Anytime I'm interviewed or anytime I'm writing, it's like, you know, talking about now that like with yoga, it's 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 this brand new deep realm that I've entered into it. It's another layer mm -hmm. and a layer that, you know, it had to get through that. It had to get through the fire. Right. The first couple of years of practicing and then it had to. OK, now we've moved through the fire. So now we're really getting into the meat and potatoes of the healing. Mm -hmm. And that's where the the grief healing started. We're all right. We're in our yoga teacher training. So like learning our voice um, and exercising our voice and speaking up for ourselves. And then, you know, learning that as becoming a business owner, putting yourself out there putting yourself sharing proposals put pitching yourself all the yoga of like what if they say no what if they say yes what if you succeed what if you win and that's where I am right now with like yoga is reminding me that you're already you're already in the already it's not up to you anyway these nuggets these opportunities these these spaces in which you get to share your offerings and your wisdom is the universe's decision, the mm -hmm. God's plan for you, right? And that's why I'm like, yes, thank you, yoga. And not to, and I always want to be mindful of like not equating yoga to this religion because I've been asked that before. It's like, it's not, it is something that is like, it's beyond us. It's beyond this realm and it's beyond what we get to decide and how it and how it shapes in our life. Like, sure, we can say we can schedule out a bunch of yoga classes, but really once you get off the mat, that's where it begins, right? Mm -hmm. 
that's where that's where it starts the meditation the breath work the reiki the yoga the that's the yoga and everything that I'm doing and I again like I was very transparent earlier in saying that I'd you know as a practitioner it's really hard to find I'd not it's not really hard I'm going to take that back I'd not made myself and my own practice a priority mm-hmm. for the last few weeks and I'd fallen off and it was like yoga's not going anywhere yeah. So there, the yoga was like, okay, we're here. We've gone through this before. We went through this ten years ago. Yeah. So we went through it fifteen years ago, and we're 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 always here, mm. and it's always ready to teach. It's always ready to mold. It's always ready to like remind, <laughs> remind you that taking a yoga class from me is not just taking a yoga class. This, I'm not the same girl that I was 15 years ago walking into a heated yoga studio as I am now when I come to his yoga studio and sit down, sit my stuff out to the side, turn my phone off, like, and go mm. and be and allow. <laughs> and I'm reminded that in the, you know, letting yoga do what it's supposed to do, not trying to manipulate it to work in your favor and in your time frame, right? Like just allow. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about the the art of yoga, the way in which my body has shifted because of my yoga practice, because of my yoga teachings. Like I'm strong in a way that I've never been stronger. Mm-hmm. I've never been stronger. I'm I'm strong in a way where my heart, I'm so tender. I have never been this tender in my life. Mm. I have never been so sentimental um, and emotional, but like not in a way where it's like emotional where I'm crying because frustration, that's the only way I'm letting frustration out is through tears. But I'm crying because I'm like, that's what I needed today to heal. I hadn't, I hadn't let go. I hadn't let my body, I've let my body sweat, but I've not, my not my body cry (laughs) in the way that I used to that served me, Mm -hmm. you know? So yoga is, uh, it's, uh, yoga is everything. Yeah. Yoga is everything. Mm. And I'm reminded that it's everything when I don't get to my mat. I'm rem- I'm reminded, you know, that you haven't been on your mat, but you've been operating out in the world and giving everybody else everything. Mm. So come back to me. Yeah. Yoga is saying, where have you been? Uh. We've missed you. We've missed you and come back to me. I'm here. I love you, you know, and like, yeah, you do because you you ask nothing of me, yeah. but to arrive. And, and we can always arrive. And again. we can always arrive again. We can always show up again, right? And that's where, that's that's what's happening in this very moment in this very day. Yoga's like, where you been? Mm. I miss you. <laughs> Come back, okay? Well, all right. I know you're busy. I know you're growing up empire and you're building things out and you're creating these brave spaces but you need this brave space too oh i am just in awe first of all of your transmission it's so beautiful to witness you just in flow as as you vocalize what's coming through and 
Second, I am in awe that, yes, this conversation is going to be so helpful for the listener, but I'm almost selfishly having Mm. this conversation because it's the exact medicine that I need right Mm. now. Mm -hmm. You know, I was sharing with you that I'm in that exact space where I'm looking at my mileage saying, all right, got 10 miles till empty. I think I can make it. Yeah. Right. And and it's so funny. It's this juxtaposition of as a practitioner who also operates as a creative, who also operates as an entrepreneur, as a CEO, and as a friend, yeah. as as a family member, yeah. as a confidant. You know, it's it's so interesting that, and yet we still sometimes forget about ourselves yeah. and to fill our own cups. Yeah, yeah, it's... Speaking of like family, it's like I went back to Baltimore for the first time like almost a month ago for my cousin's wedding and it'd been probably like seven years since I've been back home. Wow. And I visited my mother's grave Mm. and it was like uh, I hadn't really even had the words to really even talk about that experience. But having I'm usually like, okay, I'm going to Baltimore and I'm out because like I'm in and out. Right. Like I'm ready to go back home. Um, but my aunt was like, well, we're going to throw a party, you know, for you, a family get together at the house. And, um, is it okay if you stay an extra day? And I was like, well, yeah, you're my aunt, you know, you ask me. So of course I'll do anything for you. Mm. And I did. And it nourished my soul so much. Mm. And I realized I was like, this is yoga. Yeah. Being like people that hadn't seen me in forever. They love my mother. Mm. so much yeah and they just held her in such high regard that her daughter one of her two children that came back and they hadn't seen since I was probably a little girl um or my uncle my father's brother I've never met we're spending time when we're chatting I'm just like whoa you guys like missed me or you keep up with me and you're like, you check in, you, you're checking for me. You know, you came and you spent your Saturday afternoon here because I'm in town. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dang, this is the grounded energy that I think that was the next step in my life on my journey of like, yeah, set up this fertile ground in LA and LA is home. But there's also a home where people planted seeds and me and wanted to like want to see me thrive and is rooting for me yeah and how like most of my life I've been operating alone like or thinking I'm alone right I'm never alone but like really traveling around the world by myself yeah but people were still keeping tabs watching me proud of me rooting for me praying for you praying for me like I say that like praying the power of praying mothers grandmothers aunts family uncles everybody's praying for me and really rooting for me and I was like dang this is beautiful Mm. and it was like a filling up from family that I hadn't felt in a long time that's so beautiful in a really long time and I was like whoa I had no idea this is what I needed. So this is going back to the regulation of it all. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I was again, like, I can't be away from work too long. I can't be away from LA too long because for whatever reason, it was like, nah, go there, get fed, yeah, get loved up on, get held. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what are you afraid of? What are you worried about? 
you know? So it's like if people are like wondering, like, I don't know if I need this, if I need that, or I'm like annoyed with this person or my family get on my nerves. It's like, yeah, you know, they're going to be annoying because they get to be its family. But it's also <laughs> like, you know what, like going there and go and get your cup filled because you can't be pouring from your own jar by yourself you can't be like okay well you're out of water you got to go to the store and get some more yeah and you know you got to replace the filter on your sink or whatever you have for your source because you know I don't know about whoever's listening but unless you have a well your own well and land <laughs> you got to go somewhere to get water yeah you got to go somewhere unless you're growing your own food you got to go somewhere and get food mm-hmm. you got to go somewhere and get and get you know nourished you got to go somewhere and get filled up and especially as our fellow practitioners and healers that are listening and facilitators you have to go and get your cup filled even if you don't think you have the time you have the time yeah and and carve out the way and especially we're blessed to be I was blessed what an honor to have been invited to a Chopra retreat mm-hmm. we were invited as guests chills right now that's incredible I mean I started my meditation journey listening to him Me too. and it was like I'm a guest here and that's incredible are you kidding me right mm-hmm. now go and get filled up on stop blocking your blessings mm-hmm. go and go go and get go and get your blessings mm-hmm. Go and get in your blood. My blessings was getting filled, fueled by my family, getting filled up in conversations like you, mm. sitting in a sound bath, sitting in meditation, having a nourishing meal. Yeah. Right. Like go. But like I'm at this place where it's like I, I, it's got to be deep. I'm ready to go deep. And if and again, and, 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 and the depth will vary from person to person who I'm talking to from situation to situation. Right. It'll vary. Mm-hmm. And that's OK. And that's OK. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's so beautiful because I'm also in this place where I have been revisiting from, from a different perspective. I've been revisiting my offerings. Mm -hmm. I've been revisiting how, how I serve Mm -hmm. and the word that keeps showing up for me is integrity. Yeah. Integrity. And I've sat with it and I've, I've sat with what it means to me, what it means to my offerings, what it means in in the space that I reside and the only thing that keeps coming up is deeper yeah deeper right so for me it's like go go deeper into the wisdom teachings of the elders go deeper into the lineages of the indigenous people who who ushered in these modalities that we now call new age go deeper into the conversations that you're having go deeper into the spaces in which you're dwelling, right? Not just go and and say hello and maybe take a photo, but like deeper, really steep in the energy. And yeah, and like you said, deeper is going to vary from person to person, from place to place, but that's showing up for me a lot too right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm. I love that. Me too. And you know, final question, I think you are somebody that I admire so much because of the space that you hold and and because of your background and you know how you've kind of taken your vulnerabilities and turned them into your strengths and now you you are the CEO of your own uh, organization you run you know kids with yoga you have joy for life you have your lifestyle marketing um, entities so so I 
I know that there are people out there who perhaps have that same inkling that you had in 2020 that were like, you know what? This isn't bringing joy anymore. Yeah. And I want to take a leap. I want to do something for myself. I, I want to be an entrepreneur and do my own thing. And what would you say to someone who is at that crossroads where you were in 2020 right before you took the leap? Um, yeah, I would. Um, and thank you for that. Thank you. Um, I'm very much inspired um, by you as well and what you do. Um, I would say don't get caught up in the details. Mm. Don't get caught up in the how. Get caught up in the who is going to be there for you. Get caught up in the goal. Get caught up in the energy that you have, the excitement that you have, because mm -hmm. everything will always work out the way that it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. I was caught up in the details of like not having enough capital. I got to, you know, have enough money saved. Like, you know, I, I can't leave my cushy like six figure job in the middle of a pandemic. Like <laughs> what am how am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to, you know, don't get caught up in all of that. It's very, it's, it's real something to consider. Absolutely. But, um, and I'm also going to preface this as well. I'm, I'm single. Mm. I don't have kids. Mm -hmm. I'm not married. So I understand the privilege in that Yes. to be able to take a leap and not have to worry about feeding, you know, a mouth or keeping a kid in school or like supporting a family. Mm -hmm. And so I do want to start with that so if you are in that place then that's I I respect that and I honor the the time you might have to the extra time you might have to consider that I didn't mm -hmm. um but I'd say that if you are like me like you know in a place where it's like just you then don't get worried caught up in the how get caught get caught up in the who get excited about the plan get excited about the energy that you feel mm. when you say I'm going to create this I'm going to do this business get excited about that like definitely like right take some notes write some things down be ready to have your world rocked <laughs> In the And I tell people this when they're getting ready to go into a yoga teacher training, get ready to have your world rocked in the best, most exciting, scariest way possible mm -hmm. and be flexible. Have a practice that you can always go back to. Have trusted advisors mm -hmm. around you that are going to be the who. Mm -hmm. Know that, you know. Again, I'm not a, I'm, I'm blessed to have a friend who loves research. That's, you know, a business partner. He loves research and stuff. But it's like, you know what? Um, get And if that's you, and if that's not you, start to get in the practice of it. But don't get caught up in like, I got to know every single solitary thing about my business before I move. Mm -hmm. Because there is no book. There is no pamphlet. There is no, you know, podcast. There is no blog. There is no Instagram millionaire, entrepreneur, <laughs> Twitter, you know, genius that can ever prepare you for what it takes to be your own boss, to be an entrepreneur and to start your own business. You just got to get in there and you just got to do it. You got to get yourself dirty mm -hmm. and you got to know that you're learning along the way, mm -hmm. taking the, the growth as not growing pains, but just as opportunities to learn and to build and then to be able to teach someone when you are at a place to hire and grow your team. Get yourself a, you know, ask for help. Don't be too prideful to think that you can do it all on your own because just because you can, you can't. Mm 
So I'm telling you this now. Um, don't don't just because you think you can, you shouldn't. You shouldn't even want to. So have practices in place, that your tool bag that you can always go back to. That's like it could be as like basic as spending five minutes in the water morning drinking water, spending five minutes in the morning to speaking affirmations to yourself. If that's your practice, then keep that close and near and dear to your heart mm. as a person who like I said transparently that you know kind of got away from a few things that I know helped serve me to be my best self my best the best CEO um and you know making sure that you know you keep that top of mind but my biggest thing is like not getting caught up in the how but getting caught up in the who and the biggest lesson I've learned is the key to business is staying in business Mm. so if something doesn't work out the way that you thought it would listen look around you to see all the other offerings all the other assets you can create in the process Mm -hmm. in the process of practicing you know unconditional faith and of the ability to be agile as life moves Mm, so powerful thank you for that uh today's been such a treat and i'm sure for listeners who don't already follow your work will be so excited to connect with you so how can people connect with you thank you it's been such a great time for me as well nally i um am ace yoga la on all the socials i um you can visit my website aceyogala.com i have a podcast joy for life is my podcast um i am at kids yoga kids yoga with ace um on all the socials as well and yeah that's where you can find me you can find me there and let's connect i have a candle line that we're relaunching back i am candles by ace and um a marketing agency that you know allows people to um you know, help brand themselves and market themselves. And you can be a health and wellness practitioner from any industry, real estate, commercial real estate. But if you're just kind of looking to grow yourself and want some help, want some guidance in that regard, that's what we do mm-hmm. at um, Ace and Co. So yeah, and I've got some awesome retreats coming up. Yes, so got some re- in Africa. In Africa, Ooh. Zambia and Zimbabwe happening March first the 10th 2023 and then um a one at savannah wellness resort and spa that is just like healing sacred ground Mm -hmm. the grateful body expansion retreat which is just right on time so that's coming up as well that's where you can find out all the things ace is aceyogala.com ace thank you so much for coming in today i am just so humbled and grateful And I just can't wait to see what you continue to create. Thank you so much, beloved, for having me. This was awesome. Thank Mm. you all so much for having me. This is great. Thank (laughs) you. I'll see you soon. See you.